Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people. There's a plane waiting for you to take it to St. Louis. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't have to tell you people. We got better tonight. I mean, that's a triple play. You know, it's well enough inside of you, so get it out. It's therapeutic. I'm listening. Hey. It's Joe Giglio, your host of Pack Therapy, and I am listening. And for the fourth straight game, I'm listening after a win. NC State improves to 2-0 in the ACC with an important road win over Boston College, 33-7 on Saturday night. After NC State beat Clemson two weeks ago, Dave Doran said the Wolfpack was the best effing team in the ACC. You can't say that and then lose at Boston College. Before I get to a great interview with The Wolf, former NC State safety Earl Wolf, I just wanted to go over a few points from the Boston College win. And as always, thanks to Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority for making the Pack Therapy Couch possible. We have a new episode each Monday. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find every episode on WRALsportsfan.com. Please subscribe or follow us so you don't miss an episode. And five stars only. The Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. No mosquitoes, no pests, no contracts, guaranteed. If you're in the Triangle, Sandhills, or Fayetteville, please check them out at bugsbite.com. All right, so let's go over a few points from this win over Boston College. Is it me, or is NC State finally starting to catch a few breaks? I I know you guys are NC State fans who are listening. I I know why you're here. And yes, the name of it is Pack Therapy, and there's a reason for all of that, but don't look now, but it feels like this NC State football team might have some. And if we're into signs or we're into reading the tea leaves, I thought in Saturday night's win over Boston College, let's start with the beginning. Devin Carter's circus catch on the opening drive, that was one of them. That could have easily bounced off the defensive back's shoulder, back, any number of places, but it didn't. Devin Carter was able to make a great catch and give NC State a 7 to nothing lead. Then right before the half... There was another catch, or not a catch, by receiver Armeka Amizi that could have been a potential fumble. I never thought he had control of the ball, um, and obviously replay agreed with me, but that was a sequence that led to three points for NC State that easily, we've seen this before, uh, could have been ruled a fumble, and Boston College takes over there. So that was another break for the Wolfpack on Saturday night in Chestnut Hill. And then... If we're going to go all the way and lean in on the signs, I did not think the biggest one was the drop snap by the BC punter in the third quarter, which, let's be honest, that swung the game in NC State's favor. The biggest sign to me was when Tanner Engel and Derek Pitts collided before that punt snafu by BC, and it actually looked like Ingles was legitimately hurt. Turns out it was just a bruise. Engel came back in the game, crisis averted. Look, given how seasons can turn on injuries, and let's not forget NC State's missing their best player in linebacker Peyton Wilson, 
that's the kind of small thing that adds up over the course of a season for a program that's in pursuit of its first ACC title in 42 years. And make no mistake, to paraphrase Tyrion Lannister, NC State is in the great game now. This isn't about the Bitcoin Bowl or sneaking into Shreveport or ruining Carolina's season or just miraculously knocking off Clemson. NC State has a legitimate shot, maybe even the inside track, at winning the Atlantic Division for the first time. But truly, it is one week at a time. Because based on how the AC season has played out thus far, anyone can beat anyone. Dave Doran's comments after the game, though, about a championship team not letting up, especially the way that NC State played in the third quarter, that's actually the best sign from the Wolfpack win. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info SPS. Your journey begins here. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Joining me this week on Pack Therapy is Earl Wolf. Played safety at NC State 2008 through 2012. That was a fifth round pick of the Philadelphia Eagles in 2013. Played in the NFL. I feel like it's like a pattern now. I keep talking to these safeties: Brandon Bishop, Jarius Moorhead, but now the one and only Wolf. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I top this, Earl. How do, how do I do that? Oh man, I, I, it's really humbly. Um, I really don't. I really don't know if that's possible. Um, but thank you for having me. It's a blessing to be here, man. Um, I'm happy just to talk. You know, talk football, talk life. Uh, man, you know, it's been it's been a long road, but a great road. I have no complaints, man. So you're down in Miami now. You're actually a trainer. You're doing some life coach work, which I want to get into. Uh, but first, okay. I, I want to ask you about this current NC State team because your friend and my friend Brandon Bishop had remarked on an earlier episode of Pack Therapy that Tanner Ingle, NC State Safety, really reminds him of you, of Earl Wolf. Yeah, and I yeah. thought, and I didn't even think of it in those terms, because you were a guy who made so many plays, um, leading tackler, I think all, all three or four years that you played, that you were in the lineup, you were the leading tackler. You, you had a great career at NC State, a uh, productive career at NC State. Obviously, you don't get to the NFL by accident. I didn't equate... Tanner's game to your game, but I'm curious from your perspective when you watch Tanner Engel and, and the way that he plays, does he remind you of the way that you played? I'm going to tell you this a crazy story. So people, a lot of, I don't think nobody knows this story unless Tanner probably tells them or I tell them. Okay. So when Tanner was in high school, before he committed, because I think he had committed, he committed to Tennessee first. So And then they fired their coach, he ended up, and I ended up sticking to him. He may have committed to NC State. You know, not saying I was, a, I was like the main reason he committed to NC State, but I feel like I had some type of uh, I kind of persuaded him to a certain extent of why he should come to NC State. Okay. Um, also, and you were um, so, in Florida, and he played high school football in Florida. Yeah, so okay. it's crazy. I was I was still training. I gave uh, Jarvis Williams a J-pop, you know, 
a great who had a, who had a pretty good career too, every yeah. receiver at NC State. I was in Orlando and I called him like, hey, bro, I'm traveling for like five days, but I gotta stop. I'm in Orlando, I gotta get a workout in. Uh, you have somebody I can get a workout with? He's like, yeah, sure. So uh, he gave me this guy's contact. I go there and it's me and a kid, right? And me and this kid is working out. I'm like, yo, this kid is like, he just his mindset and his mentality. I loved it. Like quiet, didn't say too much, but worked his tail off. Reminded me of me in regards to work ethic, you know. Uh, at that time, a point, you know, especially when I was that age. So I, I kind of talking to him a little bit, you know. He didn't never even t- he didn't tell me like he had offers anything, but I'm like, yo, he's, this kid is skilled, he's talented, he's somewhat keeping up with me to a certain extent, you know. And we were like, we're like pulling sleds, doing our little stuff, you know. And then I, his his dad came out, and then I spoke to his dad. Oh yeah, he has offers here, here, here. I'm like, wow, like I didn't even know, you know. Um, and the man kind of we spoke. Uh, uh, I got a contact info, and I followed him on like Twitter at that time. And uh, Instagram, and I saw he had committed to Tennessee. We was committed to Tennessee, and then I got to NC State fired the coach. Well, not NC State. Tennessee fired the coach and ended up, you know, considering NC State and committing to NC State. So, of course, I'm watching this. As I watch this kid play till today, I'm like, yo, he goes in the tackle. He's fearless, like head in there every time. He wants you to feel him. I'm going to tell you, the part of my him is, yeah, of course, you know, his, his tackling, also his energy, like his energy. You know, a couple games I I even put on Twitter. He come in, he'll come in and try to kill somebody. I'm like, yo, I love how you set, like setting the tone was always something I had a mentality and mindset for. I'm a, like, if nobody gonna set the tone, I'm gonna set the tone. Right. I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna try to take somebody's head off. I'm gonna set the tone. I'm gonna bring the energy each and every game, even at practice, each and every day. I'm gonna bring that energy. I'm gonna bring the passion, and I'm gonna show people my game I'm gonna show people my gameplay because of just how much energy I bring and how fearless I am and how like you know with me effort was everything you know if I'm if I'm on one side of the field the guys the guy might bring out one side of the field my, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that tackle my, my mom says you're not gonna outrun me you're not gonna outwork me I'm gonna I'm go get it and when I go get it you like I want you to know I'm there and I feel like Tanner has a similar mindset and definitely uh, a similar mentality is that more difficult for him because the way the rules have changed in football, both college football and the NFL? Like your career at NC State, there was still a little bit more violence, if Lenient. you will. Yeah. Or lenience, yeah. yeah, that's a better word for it. Yeah. Um, do you think it's more difficult for, for, for him and to have that mentality when really the game has changed so much and how the, the defenses kind of have been restricted? A hundred percent, because I've seen him get penalized multiple times. And I'm like, ah, man. Even going back to thinking of how I tackled, I would have, I would have been kicked out a couple games for sure. Sure, you know. So I seen him get penalized a lot, you know, which I felt like, you know, you have to alter your your gameplay. Um, you alter your play, kind of alters just how you play the game in general, you know. So I've seen him get penalized multiple times, and I'm like, ah, man, like he can't even play full speed as he, you know, as he should be able to, you know, because of how the rules are. So it's, I can only imagine how difficult it is for him. NC State's four and one on the year. They go and take on Boston College. Let's go. And I'm I'm curious when you watch them and you see the the Clemson win. You guys had a great win um, over Clemson in 2011 at home. Did did it bring back those type of memories for you, or was it? you were really happy for this group and now the opportunity that's in front of them. So me and David Emerson actually live together. You know, I'm one of my best friends. You know, we watched that Clemson game together. And when Kicker missed that kick, I'm like, no way. Flashback to Clemson. Yes. Of course, you know. But then, you know, we ended up winning the game. A huge one that definitely, me and him was in the house. You would have thought me and him won. Me and the house jumping around, going crazy, hype, you know. But that definitely, that one definitely reminded of us 
of the Clemson one and the Florida State one, you know. Mm-hmm. We beat Florida State at home in, in, in 2012. And most importantly, what I see with this NC State team is I finally, I should say finally, I'm, I'm going to say finally, you know, I see them have an identity, you know, an identity. Um, and that's something I feel like every team, you know, which is important to every team, I feel like vital to every, like, great team, especially in college football, in the professional level, you know, in every level you're at, is that identity and that confidence. You know, confidence is everything. And with them being Clemson, truly feel like the sky's the limit for this team, and they're going to only get better and better and better. And I'm super excited. Every time I watch, I, I watch, I watch every week, um, and I'm super excited to see uh, where this thing finishes off. At the risk of bringing up some bad memories, but this is pack therapy. Uh, your 09 team and your 11 team both lost at Boston College. What is so difficult about going up there and playing? <laughs> It's like quiet, <laughs> especially like, especially when I was there. And what also I see is like, they got like, we always talked about, you know, Carter Finley and like have, make sure we had the Carter Rock in every home game. And I felt like we were so used to that natural energy. Whenever we went to Boston College, it was like quiet. Boston College always has been, to me, underrated because they're a hard-nosed yeah. football team always physical good team, linemen, can run the football physical yeah. running back at always that's if they didn't have anything else they've always had that you know and i thought like we put off energy so much you know even when i was there it was we'll go up there ranked and we'll lose you know right we'll, and we'll lose because they're gonna bring it one thing one thing you will not i feel like from the boston college you could not never say they are a physical team if they're not great they have a, even if they have a terrible record they're physical you know, they're physical and they're going to bring it. And I feel like we went there. We got, even when Coach Brown was there, they, they, they out-physicaled us. You know, they, they outplayed us physically. And I said, just the energy isn't there, you know. Like, it's like not great energy. It's not like amazing energy. Sometimes it's cold, you know. We're not, it's just, and it kind of takes us a while to kind of start up. You know, by that time, we, we lost the game, you know. Yeah. But I feel like this team even has a different identity than we had, you know. Um, we struggled. We, in my whole career, we struggled away games. Home, I felt like we could be anybody. Literally, I don't care who you are coming into uh, our house, you come to the Carter. I don't care what our record is. We can re- we're like, we'll beat you, you know. But away, it was that. I don't think this team has that type of – I don't think they have that kind of issue, you know. Um, and because they'd be Clemson, they're on their high horse right now. I see them going into Boston College and potentially it being a blowout. That's a good thing I have to say about them, for sure. <laughs> right, let's talk a little bit about your, your life after NC State, taken yeah. by the Eagles in the fifth round in 13. Did you feel like at any point in your NFL career that you were healthy? After, after I tore my PCL in my first year, yeah. uh, no, nah, never, never, never got back healthy, honestly, no. Nah. Because I tore it, that story, I don't know, a lot of people don't know the story. So, you know, in 2013, of course, I get drafted to Philly, fifth round. I actually was injured then, you know. Uh, my shoulder wasn't feeling the best. Um, I had shoulder issues the whole time, I, honestly, in my in my career at NC State. Mm-hmm. I played with a torn rotator cuff all 2010, which a lot of people don't know. Literally, second week, I played with a torn rotator cuff, and it, I retore it every year. Just tackling, you know, just literally just playing fast and physical, tore it every year. So, one to the NFL combine, my, my shoulder was torn. Uh, one for a draft, my shoulder was torn, you know, and I that's why I went. And I was projected second third round pick. That's why I went first, you know. Which I don't, I don't, I don't care where I go. Right. I'm a so why I should be. Why, why you want me in your team, you know? So I go there in 2013. Uh, I remember Harry Roseman told me, "Hey Earl, you know we're gonna have your special teams maybe the first two years. We brought in a lot of guys. I ended up starting week three. I started seven games and then tore my PCL and my knee literally, and they forced me back to play. I told them I wasn't ready. Forced me back week like 15 against the Bears. Then I tore the, the popliteus muscle behind my knee um, and re-aggravated my PCL. 
didn't play the rest of that year, and my knee literally never got better. You know, I got the major surgery the next year, but I was hurt. I, that year, so 2014, I got five MRIs. that kept telling me nothing was wrong with me. Really? Nothing is wrong. I couldn't do a, I couldn't do a body weight lunge without pain. I couldn't do a squat. I couldn't squat 130. I couldn't squat 135. Right. But I played, what, six? I played like up to nine games, you know? Well, I played six games. I didn't play two because of my knee. I just, I literally, it'd be days where I barely could walk. Literally, barely could walk. You know, I wouldn't practice those days. And then I wouldn't play, you know? I couldn't even practice. And so I ended up having a, like a, I, meet, I just walked into Chip Kelly's office, like almost in tears, honestly. Like, hey, Chip, hey, coach. This is the issue. He's like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, the doctor say you're, doctor say you're fine. I said, uh, and I explained him the same. I explained to you, I can't do a, I can't do a body weight lunge. I can't do a body weight squat. I'm not fine. Yeah. He sent me to see Dr. Andrews, and then that's when Dr. Andrews was like, Earl, your your knees been rubbing bone to bone. So he, they said they gave him the same MRI. You need to rub bone to bone since the first MRI. Right. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. If you would have came and seen me after the first two, which the doctor should have told you. The doctor should have just told you, like, hey, if you need body, you have any issues, you probably need to go in and scope it. He said, but well, because they waited so long and had you kept practicing, because literally I would feel it, I would feel it like rubbing almost every day, like a bit, like a terrible burning sensation. Couldn't walk, literally could barely walk every day after practice. He said they would have, they would have uh, uh, had you come. He said they would have gave you a scope after week two, you would have been fine. But now they waited so long after doing micro fracture, so 60% chance you come back to be the same uh, player that you were, you know. So I, that so I went in, gave me microfracture. I missed ten ten months, and he said, "Earl can take anywhere from eight can take anywhere from eight months to a year and a half." But the microfracture, you just never know. And I even communicated with them that, that my knee was still bothering after ten months. I went back to practice. I trained camera practice for three days. After three days, I couldn't walk. Yeah. This is when it finally clicked. I walked in there. I said, "Hey, Chris Paduzzi was the head trainer." I said, "Paduzzi, man, I, I I can barely walk today." Like. I think my knee is really messed up again. He says, "Well, hey, can you practice?" And it finally clicked. I said, "Y'all don't, y'all don't care about me. Clearly, like, y'all care, y'all don't care at all about my my well-being." So I should finally. I'm doing like literally the only reason I've been practicing and doing this is so y'all won't be literally. So y'all, I'm you know the kind of person I am, you know. Right. I'm like, so y'all won't be mad at me, but I'm I'm telling, I'm communicating with y'all how much pain I'm in every single day of my life. And there's no pain pill. No, that's I don't gonna, care. There's no pain pill yeah. or shot that's going to be able to help you practice or play with nah. any kind of regularity. Nah, and I was taking I was taking pain pills literally every day to the point that I'm not saying I was getting addicted at all. Nah, I'm not. I'm not I, don't have, I never had an addiction to, mm-hmm. to pills. But it was like, yo, this makes me feel bad. Like my knee feel better. Yeah. Like so every day, you know. Well, you were doing what you had to deliver. do to get on the field. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so I, so of course three three days. Uh, oh yeah. So then I told him I said I'm not practicing until I feel 100. percent So the same about Dr. Andrew after like 10 days because I was feeling the same. Another surgery. Before Dr. Andrew had surgery, he started asking me, like, Earl, I have to cut you twice in the same year after microfracture. Yeah. More than likely, you won't be able to play football anymore. You know, I'm like, nah, Doc, like, we're not going to talk like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. I've been keeping the faith this entire time through this entire process, trusting God's process and God's plan. You know, I'm like, this is not going to be in my career. He says, well, Earl, if you say it that way, I believe you. So he went to surgery. I missed another six months. Just literally rehabbing, rehabbing. I end up working out for Jacksonville, signed with Jacksonville. Um, thank God they didn't make me run the 40s because I could, I could barely run, just to be honest. Mm. I couldn't run that fast, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, go to Jacksonville. Every, even when I was in Jacksonville, remember OTA, training camp, I'm, I'm walking out to practice and my knee is hurting walking out to practice. I'm like, yeah, I really want to retire right now. I can't even – I can't even – I'm not even the player – I'm not even half of the player I was right now, you know, how my knee is feeling every day. Yeah. Then I tore my hamstring. 
overcompensating. Yeah. During training camp, yes. And even with my mindset and mentality and how I live my life, I'm like, wow, I tore my hamstring. It's terrible, but this gives me more time to rehab my knee. I always find the smallest positive. Like, I can barely walk, but I'm like, now I can go back to which is my, which is one of my best friends in Miami. He's a, probably arguably the best PT. He's definitely the best physical therapist in South Florida, one of the best in the world. Everybody comes see him. His name is Dr. Reese, one of my best friends. I did rehab with him, and I literally sent Dr. Andrews. I remember after like, maybe after like four months, I sent him uh, videos. Of, well, I sent him videos of me doing a single leg hop on a box jump, like 40 inches with yeah. the same knee. You know, after rehab with Dr. Reese. Thing is, you know, NC State, I have the most career games played in NC State history. Didn't miss one game in my career, you know? So it was like, this is, a, of course, a completely different for me. I signed with Washington. Knee still bothered him, but had some aggravate, some hamstring issues still. Look, a little tiny bit came back. They released me, went to Indianapolis. And I'm pra- I'm having an amazing pra- – I'm practicing. It's, going, it's, it's great. Making plays. T.Y. McGill was there with me. Yeah. Like, bro, you make- the T.Y. was there, Earl, but you going to make this team. I'm like, bro, it's about time. I'm finally feeling great. But I had just got there, and they are rushing. And I had a whole little regimen I would do because – I come in with this regimen where my knee would feel pretty good, you know. My body would feel great. And one day, uh, or I need to stand up for a little while longer because I need you just to learn these learn these plays for you to practice. And I didn't get to do my regimen. I went out to practice. The day put a preseason game, and I'm and I'm running on kickoff, and I pull my hamstring. I'm like, no way. Like, this is when they finally hit me. Like, wow. Like, I don't. I just don't think this is what God wants me to do right now. Yeah. And it sucked because I know the kind of player I could. I know the kind of player I could be. You know, when I'm healthy and I was finally feeling great and I pulled my hamstring and the next day with the preseason game, I'm like, wow, like, do I just tell them? They'll release me for sure if I tell them right now. I'm like, forget it. I'll play tomorrow with a pulled hamstring. <laughs> literally, so that, that day for the game, with day of the game, I would literally rub Tiger Bomb on my hamstring. Like, I, could, I couldn't even, I couldn't jog without it, without it pulling. Like, it was like pulling, painful jog. And I'm like, wow, I'm about to play. I literally rubbed Tiger Bomb on my hamstring, praying, and I went out there. And I felt – I literally – the first play, they put, I was on punt. I felt it tear. I'm like, wow, like, this is probably my last game of my career, which is my injuries and everything, everything going on in my life. Just how my injuries now, how everything's going. Probably my last game. So I played my whole, that whole game with a torn hamstring. Yeah, I probably – I said, this is probably it. I'm going to go out. I'm going I'm to go out <laughs> like a G, literally. My hamstring is torn. Uh, probably my last game. But I'll be able to tell, just tell people, like, if you can't never question my heart. That's one thing I feel like even when I was – and NC State, Tom O'Brien called me uh, uh, the heart of the defense, yeah. you know? Yeah. You can never – one thing you can never question is my effort in my heart, you know? Uh, so I went out there and actually had a great game. <laughs> I had a great game to the point where they wanted to sign me, but my hamstring injury was so bad. Yeah, man. So that was the end of my career for the most part. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 
How long after that did it take you to realize what you wanted to do and, and that you wanted to get into being a trainer and a life coach? It took me a while, man, and I already had mentally prepared because of just how my knee was. Like I felt, because I, I ended up going, I ended up going to um, Cleveland. They was about to sign me on the fifty-three, literally. Like worked out me and a couple guys. Worked out me and like ten guys. Kept me and two other guys. After the two guys they signed, they were about to sign me. And the doctor felt my physical off an X-ray on my knee. And my knee was feeling good, then, you know. That's when I was like, "Yes, yeah, over." But I already kind of knew mentally, like, "Where I'm, like, where I'm gonna have to retire soon." So I was already kind of mentally like ready, like, "Okay, what's next?" And I still was wasn't ready when I got done. It took me like a year and a half, literally just sitting around trying to figure it out. One of my best friends, I ended up, I was, I worked him out one day. He was like, "Yo, Earl, this is what you should do." You know, I'm like, "You see it? You think so?" Like, you'll be great at it, you know. And then one of my other one of my other friends that lived in my building, he trains a lot of big time people in Miami. His name is uh, Anthony Rhodes. And me and him sat down one day. We was grabbing we was grabbing some uh, food, and he he was telling me what he made. You know, I'm not gonna say the numbers, but it was like you can make that much. Training? Make a living, what? right? Literally, like like live the best way you want. I like, live whatever whatever way you want to live. Yeah. You know, you can maximize like your profit, like. I'm not going to how much I make right now, but I charge 120 an hour, you know? And sometimes I train two or three people at one time, like three times a week minimum. So it just, it's, and I do it because I love it, not for the money. The money just comes, you know? And he, uh, we thought, you know, Earl, I do this. He was like, but Earl, you have the personality. You have the background, former NFL player. He said, people love you. He was like, bro, if you, he said, if you, this is really what, if this is really what you want to do, you can make whatever you want to make. I'm like, okay. And that, that day, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, you know? Yeah. And it started off kind of slow, which is supposed to, you know? Clientele, this is what you do. And it just picked up super fast, super, super fast. Because I feel like in this day and age, it's all about, it's not about what you know, it's who you know, you know? And with me moving into Miami, especially, I met so many people, you know? When I train, literally, they call me the mayor at the building I live in. Just <laughs> because of my personality. That doesn't surprise you know? anyone who knows you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally, I'm I'm super close with the ballet, super close with the front desk, the cleaning ladies. We all we love each other. We speak, you know. Just I treat everybody the same, you know, uh, with love and respect. And then life coaching happened. Yeah, the life coach part feels like a a natural extension, perhaps of of the training, but it also. I mean, I, not everyone knows your story from 2016 yeah. when you were robbed and, and kidnapped, taken in basically yeah, a hostage situation. Uh, I don't know if that. It, you know, changed you or a part of your life to the point where you felt like you wanted to help people or, you know, based on what I know about you, you were probably always wired ba- based on my, what I know about your mom, Sharon, and, and, and her military yeah. background. You've always kind of been wired to help people, but I'm curious to how that incident, traumatic incident shaped, you know, what you're doing now with your adult life. It's crazy because, you know, people ask me all the time, like, Earl, like, was it that time and point you were, like, you thought, like, maybe I should, you know, did, did, how much did it change you? Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm still, the, like, like, literally, I'm still the same person I was before the incident. I, it just showed me that I couldn't. So I look at myself as being normal, right, always. Like, yeah, it's like, for me, like, yeah, I play in the NFL, but I'm, it, but it, to me, it's such a humble experience for me. It's like, I'm just like you, you know, like, because I play, because I, because I have this type of status or I make this amount of money does not make me better than anybody, you know, literally. And that's how I live my life. But other people don't view me that way, you right. know. Well, you were so back in Fayetteville at the time, too, right? Exactly, yeah, back in Fayetteville. So people don't view me that way. How about looking at myself? People don't view me that way. So I was still hanging with, you know, not, you know, I never, you know, I've never done a drug in my life, never smoked nothing in my life. Um, I had my first drink at 22, and I still drink socially, you know? So I've always been like, and that's, I get thanks to my mom for that, you know? I've yeah. always been just 
Our character has been everything from the character, personality, and being different, standing out, not being how society tells you you should be or doing things society tells you you should do. You know, always been that way. I was at my, I was, I just got back home to North Carolina, and I was visiting my friend at his girlfriend's house. We were playing cards, just having fun. It was my friend's birthdays, you know. I'm not thinking I'm going to get robbed and kidnapped after, you know. Right. But it just showed me, like, when I, when I, so, you know, when I, it shows me, like, even now when I go home, I don't tell people I'm home. I might tell three people I'm home, you know, three of my best friends. And not people, I know people aren't after me at all. Like, I have no issues back home, never had issues back home. Even in that situation, they wouldn't even try to get me. They had a problem with my friend. And I was walking out of the house when they were trying to get my friend, you know? Right. I wasn't even a target. I didn't even, I, you know, of course, I had no clue he even had an issue. Because if I knew, if I knew well, somebody had an issue with him, I wouldn't even went to his girlfriend's house. Right. I told him I wouldn't even go to his house. But going back to how that incident shaped me, and literally, I've always found the positive of everything. You know, Rod, kidnapped, went for help. Like another group of guys put guns out on me. And people are like, Earl, like, how'd you feel after? And I say, the positive I found of it, and the way I look at it is, I'm like, yo, literally, I prayed my way through the entire situation. God showed me, like, what he can do. Like, like literally, he showed me who he is, which he, he always has. You know, he showed me when you call his name, he's always there. He did, like, for example, I, I learned, also learned this, you know, as, just, as I grew. He didn't put me in that situation. He wasn't the reason I was in that situation. But when I called on him, he was there. You know, he was there. So it made my faith unbreakable. So even just life lessons got me to life coaching. I've always been a life coach. Like people that, you know what I'm saying, like people that I talk to daily, they know I'm, I'm always, I've always been a life coach or a, ther- a therapist. Been doing it for free. <laughs> Literally just <laughs> off of who I am, helping people. You know, it's my goal every day to touch somebody, to motivate, to inspire. So literally, it just happened with, a, with one of my, with, with a guy I know just asking me, like telling me, like, Earl, I think you should do this. I just fire mine, and I want you to be a life coach for me. You know, and I literally got to it that way. And I have a couple clients already without even, like, announcing this is what I do. People don't even know that I do this. I said it's super early. Um, but one of my guys that I life coach, he had, he's had therapists for 10 years. Just thought, like, yo, I just, just never thought he would change or anybody could help him change. And we've been going now for almost a, might be a month and two days. And uh, a week and a half ago, he texted me and said, Earl, you changed my life. I never thought I could change, and you changed my life already. I'm, way, I'm the most confident I've, I've ever been. I'm not even depressed anymore. He was suffering from depression, um, anxiety. And now he's a, he, he, he said, I spoke to my, I, every time I talk to my mom now, she's just so surprised at who I am. That's awesome. You know, and that makes me feel great, you know? So it's, it's amazing. And it's most importantly, I'm doing things that I love to do, you know, so I can't thank God more. I'm, I can't be more thankful, you know. I'm doing things that I love to do. Before I close with Earl Wolf, I just want to thank Rusty Helser for his production work. And, of course, Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority for sponsoring Pack Therapy. We have a new episode each Monday. You can catch it on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or check us out at WRALsportsfan.com. Please subscribe and follow so you don't miss an episode. Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. No mosquitoes, no pests, no contracts. Guaranteed. If you are in the Triangle, Sandhills, or Fayetteville, check them out at BugsBite.com. All right, Earl. I've been told by a source... That one of those things that you love to do is uh, when there's a uniform unveil for Adidas for yeah. NC State. So, some people, there's always a visor involved, but some people may or may not know that's you. That has You're been the model. That has been there a couple of times, you know. Um, I have gotten a phone call yeah. asking, to, you know, asking to be somewhat of a model for NC State in, 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 in the uniforms. And I do anything for my Wolfpack. So people know, you know, I love my Wolfpack. Bleed red and white every day, all day. 
Oh, I even have an. I don't know if you know. I have a iced out NC State Air Raid that I wear. They or well, not daily. Whenever I go out, those people know. Yeah. You know? But yeah, so I have been that model a couple of times. Well, it would make sense for the Wolf to model the new uniforms for the Wolf. But hey, man, at 31 now, I got to tell you, um, those uniforms aren't for you anymore. They're for they're for the younger players. So uh. I don't know, man. <laughs> I wish we could have worn those uniforms. They are crazy fire. Like we, like, I, every time me and Dave watch the game, we're like, yo, why couldn't we wear something like that? You know, or, not for us. You know, I know, I know. Uh, hey, I'm I'm way older than you, so I, 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 every time they come out with a new one of those things, I'm like, ah, just wear the red and white. And people are like, doesn't matter. <laughs> What you think, it's what what it's what recruits think. Uh, follow him on yeah, E Wolf E W O L F F twenty eight on the Twitters. Great to catch up with you, man. If it feels like it's been a minute, and you you were always one of those players who who put up with my nonsense in your during your career. We had a lot of good, uh, I'll say, good conversations. I know not all of them were great for you, um, but uh, <laughs> you, you know I always appreciate your time. And of course, best of luck to you with all your ventures down there in Miami. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, it never was nonsense. It's always good vibes and good energy, regardless of the losses, the wins, the situations. You know, uh, I appreciate you, man. Um, like I said, it's always been nothing but love and respect. That's what it'll always be. Uh, go Pack, uh, always, all day, every day. Professionals, it's time to supercharge your career at William Peace University's School of Professional Studies, the smart solution for working adults who want to earn a college degree. Our School for Professional Studies helps you balance work, family, and personal goals with affordable, flexible degree programs. Online, flexible, affordable. Attend classes when it fits your schedule. WPU offers various start dates. So why wait? Take control of your education. Your future is waiting. Explore our programs at williampeace.info slash SPS. William Peace University, where your success takes center stage.